Greetings of peace. I am the voice of one. The relatives of a very sick man were excited when they heard that he had finally gone to the hospital. This was because for a long time they had pleaded with him in vain to go for treatment. However, their joy soon turned to sorrow and horror. When he returned home less than a few hours later, they were expecting that he would have been admitted and given a bed in the hospital because of the severity of his condition. But that was not why he went to the hospital, he told them. He said that he had gone to the hospital to visit a friend of his who had been very ill and is now recovering from his illness. He went on to tell them that there was a celebration for his friend's steady progress and eventual discharge, so he went to be part of it. Naturally, his relatives were flustered. They could not believe that, having seen the progress that a sick friend had made in the hospital, he didn't opt to see a doctor or hospital staff and discuss the possibility of being admitted for treatment. This story illustrates the assumptions we make when we observe certain things happening around us. Like in the story we have just discussed, a visit to a hospital may not necessarily be to see a doctor. A person may, in fact, have gone to the hospital to see a sick relative or friend, or even to visit a friend who is a doctor or a nurse or some other person who works in the hospital. Then again, it is one thing to go to the hospital to see a doctor, but a completely different thing to discuss your sickness with a doctor. There are people who when they go to see a doctor to discuss their sickness, rather discuss it as though it is an inquiry they are making on behalf of someone else. Who is fooling who? Nobody goes to hospital for treatment without first admitting that he is ill. And even then, he must be willing to tell the doctor his habits, which may have led to the illness. Otherwise, he will not be properly diagnosed and will not be properly treated. There are those who know that they are ill, but will not go to the hospital. Sometimes they refuse to admit that they are ill, until the illness has become critical. And when they do go to the hospital, they will not tell the doctors the truth about their habits, which may include sleeping with prostitutes, smoking, drinking, and so on, and may not even want the doctor to give them a scan or take an x-ray. And no matter how excellent a doctor is, if a patient does not disclose all necessary information, he cannot be accurately diagnosed and the treatment applied will not bring any relief to the problem. What we have done so far is to illustrate a common problem that we see these days in the matter of faith and religion. Using a sick person and a hospital, which is where sick people are made well. People go to church for very many reasons. Unfortunately, some people think or believe that if a person goes to church, he has gone to church because he's looking for God or for salvation. This is not always the case. In fact, some people go to church to pick pockets and steal handbags. Some others go to church to celebrate baby dedication, weddings, or the recovery of a friend from an illness that almost took his life. They even hear testimonies of how God saved their friend from certain death when the doctors had given up on them and applaud such testimonies, but they never do anything about their own lives. Some others go to church because they believe that if they get married to a woman who is a churchgoer, all will be well with their marriage. So, they see the church as a haunting ground for a virtuous woman. Some others still are in church because they want to make business contacts or have some demonic problems solved and so on. And yet, some others go to church but never really admit that they need salvation. Instead, they put up a front and lay claims to having religious parents 
who have done more for God than many of the church people they see. Well, just as it happens with obtaining treatment in a hospital, so it is with receiving salvation from God. You don't go to God and say, I haven't done anything wrong. That won't work because God already knows all about you. Your honesty is indeed the first step to your full deliverance and salvation. You don't go to church and say, well, since I have gone to church, all will be well with me. You may have gone to church to commiserate or celebrate with a friend, but it is expected that if you do not have the assurance of God's salvation in your life, you would seize the opportunity to ask for it. If the words church and salvation combined don't mean anything to you, then you need the salvation of God. Please permit me to say that while we have compared a church to a hospital in our illustration, a church is, in very many ways, not like a hospital. For instance, while a hospital is a place you visit when you are ill and when you are well, you return to your home. A church, on the other hand, is a place you go to be made whole, body, soul, and spirit. And afterwards, you will keep on attending for as long as you are physically alive. Also, while a sick person who goes to hospital may never become a hospital staff, a person who goes to church upon being made whole should remain there to help provide service that will help others to receive wholeness. Again, while a hospital needs a doctor's touch for treatment, in a church the individual needs God's touch to be made whole. So, when a person goes to church, it is expected that it would be to worship God and to seek the salvation of his soul from sin. It follows that if a person went to church and did not worship God as God should be worshipped, nor had received the salvation of God with the assurance that that salvation has indeed taken place, a vital purpose was not achieved. It is expected, therefore, that such a person would not be satisfied for as long as the guilt of sin is still in his life and until he is totally free from the hold of sin over his life. No administration of therapy should make him satisfied until he is fully assured of his salvation and able to worship God as God should be worshipped. Even at that, he still should not be satisfied until he is himself able to lead others to the place of salvation and help build their lives. God's salvation can indeed be found in the church or anywhere else that the word of God is preached. What is important is that the salvation of God is obtained and this is achieved God's way. Some think that merely visiting a church brings salvation. No, salvation is a gift which God gives to those who ask him for it. In obtaining salvation, man must confess his sins to God. This is like telling the doctor what you have been doing with your life without holding back anything. He must renounce his sins and make up his mind not to sin again thereafter. This is like making up your mind not to continue with your bad habits again. He should then ask for the forgiveness of God and receive Jesus Christ into his life. This is like taking the prescribed drugs in the manner that the doctor has specified and all will be well. The signs that you now have salvation include your ability to recognize sinful living and avoid it, a peace or calm in your heart which passes human understanding, and a joy that cannot be explained by any natural phenomenon. If, however, a person abandons his work with God, this is like ceasing to take one's drugs. He will discover that he will begin to deteriorate spiritually. This is like suffering a relapse, and it will soon manifest physically. This is the same as looking as sickly as before one was made well. This deterioration will be clear when such a person commits sin without batting an eyelid. He will no longer have the peace and calm that passes human understanding, and he will no longer have that unexplainable joy. All that will fill his heart will be sorrow and the shame 
of having disappointed the God who saved him. However, if he observes these symptoms of spiritual deterioration and returns to God by again making his confessions to God, renouncing sin, and so on, he will once again regain the salvation of God and his life will return as at when he first received salvation. Did you recently go to a church and you neither have salvation nor the assurance of salvation? Did you once receive the salvation of God but have lost it through careless living? Is your life in turmoil and you have tried everything to no avail? Friend, you need the salvation of God. And the sooner you confess your sins to God, renounce them, seek God's forgiveness and ask Jesus Christ into your life, the sooner you will receive God's salvation along with his peace and joy. Do the right thing today. Ask God into your life through Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, I want to thank you for the illustration that you have helped us to give about salvation and how treatment can be received for the soul of man. I pray, Almighty and everlasting God, that as many spiritually sick people are hearing this message, they will come to you, honestly confess their sins unto you, ask for forgiveness, and receive that salvation. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Amen. We can be reached after this broadcast by text or by calling us on either 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. The numbers to call or send text to again are 0807-777-5630 or 0803-777-9931. I really would love to hear from you. God bless you and goodbye. Bye. Oh God, let us be a gem.